Yes, sir, indeed. This is children. Now listen. We've been off for a couple of months, and the reason is is because I like to let things kind of happen. I like to let it happen for a while. I don't like to get everything, you know, just hit you with a barrage of stupid things that are going on. You know how we love stupid things, uh, especially on this podcast. We like to expose corruption. We like to uh, take it to the man. You know, politicians who are greedy, greedily lining their pockets and helping their families line their pockets and coming up with schemes and all kinds of different things to be in power. <laughs> so today... Today, I mean, today, the number that we are talking about today is 1,024. That is the amount, well, that's the, the estimated amount that Elizabeth Warren is native. I mean, they really had to do some pretty serious uh, uh, chromosomal gymnastics over this one. They really had to go in there and check out this DNA and see, compare, do all of this, this research, just to get to the point where they could say that it's possible that maybe eight generations ago, somebody may have had a native ancestor in their genealogy. But it turns out that this is like literally them staring into a black hole. I mean, because this same DNA could have come from Mexican heritage. It could have come from, you know, uh, South American heritage. I mean, it could, could have come from anywhere in the Americas not necessarily Native American, and certainly not Cherokee. So, uh, it's a super interesting uh, thing because just the mental gymnastics that are required for these people to stick to their guns and double down on things that they've said about themselves that aren't true. Uh, it's just astonishing. It's astonishing that they don't, they don't just wake up and go, hey, well, why, don't I, why don't I decide to just tell the truth today? just doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. They, they just, I don't, maybe they have said this stuff to themselves so long that they just believe it. They believe it. So people are talking about this red wave. The red wave is, um, GOP, uh, senators and, and different races across the, um, off year election. We're kind of like in an off year election here. So it looks like the GOP, and I'm just going to go out on a limb here, it looks like they're running very, very strong. And I think that what is possible here is that there has been a fundamental misunderstanding about by Democrats or liberals uh, about where this country actually is. Uh, they've been able to mobilize uh, a good number of Democrats, but at the same time, they've ridden a wave of millennials that is petering out because as millennials are, you know, getting older year by year, they're getting wiser year by year and realizing, oh man, if I stick with this, you know, this is going to sink me as a person. So they're not willing to put themselves out there to just be a pawn any, any longer. Um, there's other various minority groups that have been figuring this out too. Uh, you have the black community, you have Hispanics, you have uh, all kinds of different uh, minority groups that have traditionally been the in uh voted falling in line with the liberal side of the political spectrum. But they're all actually getting to the point where, of course, in this economy, it's just a great economy right now. So, so there's a lot of jobs and a lot of job creation, job growth, uh, and, and economic growth. So a lot of people are, are 
working and a lot of those people in those groups are working and you can't discount that as a positive for uh, GOP races all across the country. So, but the Democrats, they, they've always had a hard time uh, reading the tea leaves, so to speak. Uh, this ship that they've been on has sailed. It is gone. It is not coming back. People have seen through their, their lies. They've seen through their BS. And they're realizing we don't have to live like that. We don't have to live waiting for a check every month. We don't have to live on food stamps. We don't have to have substandard housing. We don't have to have any of this. And so as a last, last ditch effort, they're still trying to get people to flood across the border. Now, they've these holdouts that are these extreme liberal, they call themselves progressive socialists, whatever you want to call them. They are on the absolute fringe. And there's a polarizing thing happening right now where you've got Trump, which is right of center, but he's really, he's, he's on a solid base, but he's also pulling from that center left because the center left people are these old, older Democrats who are looking at this party going, um, yeah, this isn't what I signed up for. This is not really what my principles are about. I'd like to help people, but this isn't getting the job done. And over here on the other side of the spectrum, so essentially, they're just not buying the propaganda anymore, and they never should have in the first place, but people are just wired weird, and these people have just gone off the deep end. You got Alec Baldwin uh, urging donors to overthrow the government at, at a Democrat fundraiser. Overthrow the government? Like, this is what the man said. Like, I can't believe that that, that was even a, a fleeting thought. Like, he didn't misspeak or anything. He literally said it and then stands by what he said. It, like, he... I mean... And this is the problem that I have with their, with their psyche. The psyche of the liberal left, the loony liberal left, is such that they are willing to commit a crime because it's, it's a crime to actually say that and to advocate for that, especially to a group of people who, who you, you can't bring all those people together and consolidate all of that for that purpose. You know, so this is what he's doing. He's trying to draw. So that is actually a violation of the law. It's a Title 18 violation. But this is where they're at. Now, I don't, we, we, we don't know. There's a lot of speculation on the internet. We don't know what it is these people are trying to hide, what it is they don't want the American people to discover. We know that there's been some sexual uh, allegations. You've got Weinsteins. You've got all kinds of all of these uh, liberal people on their side. Just, you know, <laughs> there's got to be something really big if all of these people are willing to essentially fall on the sword for nothing. For, for, for no gain falling on this they're essentially falling on the sword because they're wrong i mean it's almost like it's out of embarrassment how wrong they've been and that things aren't going their way so i just don't think that that is enough to to bring them to that point where it's reasonable to them in their thought process to break that title 18 make a title 18 violation a treason uh, uh sedition type uh thing which is a crime. So it doesn't, they're trying to convince, it's like they're trying to convince themselves that this is, you know, the logical thing to do. And it, it actually isn't logical at all. And I think that people are coming to that conclusion uh, more and more every day that, that these people have just, they're, they're insane. They have gone insane. So I won't spend too much more time on uh, politics in the United States. Uh, just, just that... Um, I think that we could be seeing a very, very serious red wave. This may be, uh, this may echo what happened in 2016.
this may be something that that I don't think we've seen in a, in a long time, if ever. So that's my prediction. That's what I. That's my take on that. You just got a. You've got a whole cadre of loony liberals, and it just doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. So in Canada, so Justin Trudeau. Now we're. we're if you want to go and you want to think about people who in the United States, this liberal cadre of people, if you go just a little ways north, you realize there's a whole cadre of people up there that are basically mimicking the same things that the liberals down here are. And it's the oddest, it's, it's one of the uh, uh, oddest things that I've ever seen. And that is, is that you, in Canada, there's a number of people in Canada that are saying, well, hey, we have no identity. Um, there's a number of people complaining, like, for example, the news, uh, when their news is completely corrupt, for one. It's a state-sponsored, state-propaganda news source. So they take advantage of people who have uh, been brought up in very, very bad schools. They've been told things that are uh, scientifically wrong. Um, and so climate change is the, is the number one issue that the liberals push. And they cite these mystical scientists who keep coming up with these uh, numbers and these warnings and all this stuff. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been going on for a long time. It doesn't work. It's worked so far because people are like, oh, man, some scientists said that. That's crazy. Wow, well, geez, I'd really like that, you know, to not happen. I'd really like to not, you know, we, we got to get a handle on that. So, but in Canada, they conflate glo global warming, climate change, environment, they, they put all these components together, and depending on which ones you attack, they hit you with the other one. So if you say that global warming isn't real, they say, oh, well, you're stupid. It's climate change. We changed it. Change the terminology to climate change. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. If you say climate change and you attack climate change on its face uh, as invalid, they will come back at you and be like, oh, you're against the environment. You're against the environment. So none of it's real. Okay, this is all built up in their mind, and they think that this works. Hey, this is a great one-two punch. But the fact of the matter is, is it doesn't work. First of all, global warming isn't real. Uh, the physics, and this is a science, and it's known so that, so that, I guess this is the point that I could get to on this, is that is the scientists, whoever these mystery scientists are, these mystical science people that they're basing all of this information on, um, whoever they are, don't know the facts. The facts are, scientifically, it is impossible for the Earth to experience global warming. Physics says it's impossible. Math says it's impossible. The geometry of the earth prevents it from happening. It doesn't work. The case in point, when you increase in altitude, like in an airplane, for example, the pressure outside decreases. The pressure decreases because that same volume of air that was at sea level as it goes, as the heat that was at that same uh, uh, altitude, as the altitude increases, the area, the surface area also increases to the point where two molecules that were heated, that were warm, as they move upwards in the atmosphere, they disperse. And the space between them becomes greater and greater and greater. And as that space comes uh, between them becomes greater, they lose that energy. They, they, that heat then dissipates. It's the same thing when you take compressed air in a can and you release it. When you release it, the can doesn't get hot, it gets cold. 
very cold. The reason is because the air inside of it is compressed, and when that same volume of air is released into a space that expands, uh, if it's allowed to expand rapidly, the air rapidly cools. Physics, the whole thing's based on physics. Physics, math, geometry. It's just not possible. So you go up in this airplane, there's not enough air. You have to pressurize the cabin to even be at those altitudes, like 30,000 feet, for example. So basically, these people, these politicians, want us to believe these mystical scientists that nobody's ever known hears any of their names. No one puts their names on any of these studies anymore. And the reason is, is because they know it's BS and, and they know they get laughed out of their profession. Okay? They would get laughed out. And they would have people, smart people, you and I, would have something to examine. They don't want you to examine it. They want you to just accept it like it's real. But it isn't. So the physics say that it's not true. The math, they do the math, these little molecules, as they rise, because the heat rises, as they rise, their surface area that they cover becomes greater, and the distance between them lessens. And so their, the energy between them, the friction between them, less and less and less. So they can't stay in the same, same sphere. The energy is, is dissipated. Okay? So it just doesn't work. And the geometry of the Earth does that for the entire planet. The same, it's the, it makes it uniform over the entire planet. So every year, these people start, you know, if it's too cold, they're like climate change. If it's too hot, climate change. If it, we go from summer to fall, it's climate change. If we go from spring to summer, it's climate change. If we have uh, a little bit of rain, it's climate change. If we have a lot of rain, it's climate change. If we have a hurricane, it's climate change. If there's a tsunami, it's climate change. <laughs> so it's retarded. It's retarded. And just like Elizabeth Warren doubling down on her, I'm Native American, you know, her Focahontas thing, when it turns out there's no possible way the woman is Native American, and they've proven it, okay? It's the same thing. They double down on this climate, the climate science. It's all solved. It really isn't solved. I mean, it is solved, and it's not in your favor, so it doesn't work. So what they go, do is they go back and they say, well, it's CO2. No, it isn't CO2 either because the plant life, the vegetation, eats the CO2. That's what it uses for food. And in the process of photosynthesis, it removes that uh, carbon and releases that oxygen. That, and you, as a person, breathe the oxygen in and you release carbon dioxide. So those two things cancel each other out. Okay? So you're not polluting if you're dumping CO2 into the atmosphere. You're actually going to greenify everything. So their science is solved, but it's not solved in their favor. So there are such things that, for example, as regards to the environment, you can't be dumping chemicals into the environment. You can't be, you know, you can't gas people. You can't poison people. You can't poison the water hole. Uh, you can't poison the soil. I mean, there's, these are certain things that are just, you know, those are things you can't do. Now, global warming, climate change, this has all been rolled into this other new package of environmental science. Now, there is such a thing. You should have checks and balances when it comes to um, corporations, large corporations, industrial uh, industries, uh, dumping or not taking care of their waste products properly. I mean, think about it. If you had uh, nuclear power plants that didn't take care of their nuclear waste properly, that would be a problem. I mean, that would affect a large number of people for a long time. So in the United States, we've had, we've had cities and towns that have suffered because certain companies, uh, you know, they allowed their byproducts to just dump into the streams, rivers, you know, they, they've buried it and ruined the soil. All kinds of stuff has happened. People started dying from all kinds of different diseases and, 
And so you have to have set standards on, and you have to have, every nation has to have its own highly developed chemistry industry to deal with and neutralize and contain these waste products from, uh, from industrialization. You have to do that, okay? And so nobody's arguing that you shouldn't do that. Nobody's saying, you know, don't treat that as something that's important. But liberals have taken that and shoved it together with this fake phony science of climate change and now have used that to create this crisis. It's a crisis. If somebody's born somewhere in the world, climate change. If somebody isn't born somewhere in the world, climate change. If someone's listening to you on the internet, climate change. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The whole thing is absurd. It's, it's, it's insane. Okay? So... This, they're doing this big push now. The UN is pushing it. They've got all these things. So Justin Trudeau goes on this trip. He goes to Armenia, and they're having this big Francophonie conference. Now, I don't have a problem with this if they want to get together and have this whole thing and, and actually work together and do some good. These people have spent so much money in this thing. They go there, and they set this thing up, and they have set this thing up and spent so much money that it looks like these people rebuilt the UN out of people who speak French. Like, I'm serious. They have, like, all of their stuff there. They got the tables with the name tags and the stuff, and they're talking. So this is like uh, somebody giving a conference at a Marriott meeting room in a hotel somewhere. Come to the convention center. We're having this convention over here, this thing, that thing, the other thing. They're doing all these things. But this is like a, that on steroids. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, just wasted. So this guy, like, can't... For, the entire weekend, while this guy is supposed to be in a plane on his way back or whatever, whatever it is that he does on his party plane, I don't know. It's been a barrage of things, pet projects like these, that he's going to spend billions of dollars on, that he's dropping money, just writing checks left and right. Everybody's getting paid. All of these African countries are getting paid. You're paving roads in Malaysia. You're doing all this other stuff. So it's also, it is spotty and it's, other people's money and it's uh, he's not taking care of business in Canada he's just spending all of their billions of dollars for nothing for no he's not getting anything out of it you know it's not like he's going and building up some you know uh, housing for people that they you know pay for and then over the long run they'll make some make their money back and they'll be able to get out and those people will you know they can be bought out and then those people will have nice housing and and they'll be set it's not even a thing like that this is this guy he's going and giving to these organizations that are then tied to you know, international terror organizations like Hamas and Hezbollah, okay? This is who this guy is giving money to. So he's giving money to all of the wrong people. He's funding all of the wrong people. He's helping all of the wrong people. And meanwhile, he parties on the Canadian taxpayer's dime. Now, the, the level of absurdity, you know, while that's going on is he's got people that he is literally importing into Canada to be voters for liberals. He's, He's trying to get reelected by importing voters, which is completely illegal, okay? He's giving uh, contracts and writing checks to uh, people who are related to his own uh, uh, people in his cabinet, people in his uh, government. So crooked, all the way through, you know, crooked to the core, this guy is, okay? So it's, it's, this is the type of thing that we are dealing with. This is the type of thing that we've been dealing with. It's the type of thing that, you know... Europe is going to experience it. You know, people are now calling for the EU to be dismantled. Um, Trump has said that the EU was basically made to take advantage of trade with the United States. 
And he's dismantling all of that stuff. So there's not going to be a need for the EU. The EU sees that their um, imperial ambitions are fading and they're fading fast because people are waking up to the fact that no, they will not give up their sovereignty. No, they are a distinct and different people. And no, they are not going to have unelected bureaucrats making up laws for them. So the mass migration, uh, you've got mass migration, you've you got the outright theft of tax dollars being funneled into uh, places where they are funding terrorism. And there are people who are watching and have figured these things out and have figured out where everything's going and they watch and they wait. And then when you know they have all of their information, they put that information out. And if liberals are smart, they will realize that there is always a higher authority and it isn't the UN. It's not the UN. It's not the international court, the international criminal courts, not the IOCC, but you will get caught and you will be held to task for what you do. You will pay the money back. And if you, if it turns out that you are guilty of uh, fomenting violence and getting people hurt or killed even, you will pay that price too. So I don't really get where you think this is going because it's not, it doesn't end well for you. And I'm talking to all liberals. It just isn't going to end where you, it's not going to end how you think it will. Okay. It isn't. And in fact, the, the simple fact that you're continuing to go, you know, that far, you're continuing to take those steps and double down on this course of action that you've been on, uh, just goes to show you that you are, I mean, you are a true believer in, in what you're doing, but you're not really cognizant of the fact that you're violating laws, that you're actually, you diverting tax money into places where it can be used to, to uh, harm your own citizens. It doesn't go over really well. I mean, France has experienced things like that already. You've got, it just doesn't, not really well thought out, guys. It's just not really well thought out. You guys can get together all you want and sit there and pat each other on the back and tell each other all kinds of lies. But the fact of the matter is, is that none of what you guys, you guys have built your own echo chamber and you guys, there are sitting there talking to yourselves like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to do it. It's, this is the thing. That's what's happening. None of you are aware. And this is the sad part of the whole scenario. It's the whole reason why I even opened my mouth about it is because the saddest part is that you're too stupid to know that what you're doing isn't going to work. And that bothers me that you are actually in public, not, not just in public life, like, a, you know, like in the public eye, that you, that you actually leave your house this way. It's bad. It's bad. People are trying to tell you, don't know, go back the other way. They're waving their hands like, don't, no, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you're just like, okay, well, you just mark yourself right off the cliff.